Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, what is going on, people? You know that sound. It is the Unfiltered Band. It means, yes, another episode of Unfiltered coming your way right here and right now. This one officially will go in the books as episode number 252, which you can get on board 24-7, 365. You know the drill. Apple, Spotify, get your better podcasts, and, of course, you can get us on the artist formerly known as Twitter, X if you will, at Casey Stern. Give me a follow, jump up into the bio, and head over to the YouTube channel to view, not only just listen to all the content, 251 now into 252 episodes deep into And thank you, as always, to the Unfiltered Band and you, wherever you may be, as we get into a lot of baseball today. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm a little bit verklempt, apparently, as spring training Vibes are apparent, and what I mean by that in the positive, because eventually it gets, this is taking too long, why am I watching the tight end wearing 86, pitching in the sixth inning, and we all get those kind of, those different feels once we've seen this for a couple of weeks, but we are at the point now where you're just viewing any content you can, pictures, video, guys walking in, the sounds of cleats on on the, the sidewalks around camps and spring training, you are getting that feel if you are a baseball fan and yesterday as it is on a Wednesday on Tuesday, we got it more so than we ever get in spring training. I'll get into that with Otani and more, but first I say this, we are presented by our good friends at bet online. They are your number one source for all your sports betting needs, latest odds, lines and matchup reports for baseball, basketball, boxing, golf, and more bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to get all your wagers, live betting, favorite casino and card games. They're all available right now right from your phone. So get over the website, get in the mobile device today and get in on that action. Remember to use the promo code believe it is B L E A V 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It is bet online where the game starts as I get started here. And that is the fact that Ostani clearly showing once again, he is transcendent and clearly showing something I said for months about not only why it made so much sense for him to go to the Dodgers, which we already knew, but why it is great for the game of baseball, even if they are a villain to you, that he is a Los Angeles Dodger. Because even though a home run in spring from Otani would have looked beautiful in a Brewers uniform or any other, make no mistake, if it wasn't Dodgers, if it wasn't Yankees, if it wasn't somebody in that penultimate in this sport, it wasn't going to look or be the same because this dude is a different level star that is not the same from anybody else that we have seen. Let's not forget Mike Trout, longtime best uh, player in the sport, guy who's going to end up in the Hall of Fame someday. One of the greats we've ever seen do it. Don't care what age he is. Don't care where he's stuck in his contract with the Angels. Mike Trout once needed a lower third for somebody, and that's that thing at the bottom of the screen that tells the title of who you're looking at on TV in an NFC championship game not long ago, off an MVP, where nobody thought that they would just know who he is by face. We didn't have to say Taylor Swift singer on the bottom. Nobody going to need to tell you who Shohei Otani is ever. That dude is different. And that home run and that just feel and the vibe of all of it, and not only what it did, yeah, people in the attendance, and okay, great, and it's spring training, and it's a great environment. Let's, let's be fair. It's spring training. But look what it did on social media. Go back to the, the five minutes after it happened. The whole world, including me, sitting there reposting, watching videos, and, and loving life because Otani did 
what Otani was supposed to do and did it in the first day and hit the home run. This dude is a different level star. If you're a Dodger fan, comment to me on the YouTube side or on uh, Twitter X, if you will, and let me know. Apple, Spotify, if you're listening on the uh, pod- the podcast side, the podcast, geez, the podcast side of it, get to me and give me a comment on social media. I'm curious. If you're a Dodger fan, I want to know for real, what is it like living this ride? It's already, what, two steps into the It's a Small World with Shohei Otani. What is it like living this ride so far, even though we've only just begun? Because it is a great time to be a Los Angeles Dodgers fan. And Shohei Otani, just different. Last year was a different year for Alec Manoa. After 2022, where he went 16-7 and with a two-something ERA, Last year, the ERA was 587. It was not the same. And I feel for this dude because, you know, he's got a lot of fire and feisty and, and competitive spirit. And I like the way that he pitches. And you never want to see a situation where from the outside, it seems like we could talk velocities and we could talk about, you know, pitches and command and all those sorts of things. But you talk to pitchers over the years, and especially when you're dealing with command, and when you're dealing with command of anything in life, whatever your craft is in life, everything comes down to confidence. I don't care if it's in your real life and relationships, or you're sitting there at your job or in a job interview, all the way up to your pitching in front of thousands in the attendance and millions watching at home. But you can tell that still there is an issue of confidence and it's tough to see from the outside. Manoa yesterday went 17 of the 38 pitches were strikes, hit three batters, and you hate to see it. And I, I don't mean that facetiously at all in this case. People use that on social media. I, I, you, you want to see young kids with a lot of talent who go through. There's that cat and mouse game sometimes of you have to learn hitters. They learn you. You have to adjust. Hitters adjust to you. For pitchers and hitters, it's different in this sport. But there is also that cat and mouse game of, I have never failed, and now I'm going through failure, and how am I going to then deal with that and then try doing it for all of us in our own lives difficult, doing it at that kind of level when you're playing a sport, you're an athlete. It is extremely high-level amounts of difficult to do. And you can see it from anybody. Look, Edwin Diaz took another step coming back from the health side of things yesterday, but go look at what he looked like in Seattle. Then go watch him. He was hitting guys, couldn't throw a strike, find the strike zone. Maybe not to this level. I get it. Over this period of time, I get it. But go look what he did the first year he came to the Mets. And then look what happened when he kind of snapped back into place, if you will. And want to see that for Alec Manoa. Root for that dude. Um, really enjoy watching the way he pitches and what he's all about. But you got to feel for him because he's saying all the right things. The team going to say all the right things. But at some point, you just don't know. You could go into and try and fine-tune all of the different things that go wrong. But you turn to hitters over the years when they do that with their swing, and it's similar in pitching mechanics, sometimes you go further and further away instead of getting closer to where you need to be. So hoping Manoa can kind of snap back into place. Place where we're normally used to seeing Brandon Crawford is in a San Francisco Giants uniform. It was odd. And sometimes it's it's great to see these kind of familiar faces in new places, right? Like it was cool seeing the shot. Speaking of his old teammates, you think about Sandoval, at what, you know, now back with the Giants in camp. And, you know, he's sitting there giving Bochi a hug. And Bochi's sitting there managing the Rangers. And they're having that reunited because it feels so good moment. 
Didn't feel good probably if you're a Giant fan. Kind of felt a little bit not comparing with Emmett Smith. Please relax. But when you watch Emmett Smith, if you're a Cowboy fan sitting there on an Arizona Cardinal team, just anybody who's got fanfare and championships and been part of your franchise and seemingly always going to retire there, then showing up in some uniform that doesn't seem to make any sense. But want to see what Brandon Crawford can do in terms of depth. He's going to be great in the room and should be interesting to watch. The free agents are still out there, and that has not been interesting for a lot of people to watch. And a lot of people are trying to understand the why and the how. Why are we sitting here in spring training? And how in the hell are guys who are as talented as the Blake Snells and as the Jordan Montgomery's, among others in the world, not have jobs? All the way down to the Matt Chapmans, and there are many, many others. And you could say some of these guys, well, they're not stars anymore. They're coming off off seasons. Are they major leaguers? They're clearly major leaguers. So what is happening here? And everybody wanted to blame and put all the blame on Scott Boris. And look, you can't do that because it's not all about Scott. And by the way, all the clients are not his. The other part is, is that you talk to clients of Scott Boris and I have for years, they all will shout till the death and champion just, how great he is for them because, look, he's out there to try and get them money. He's not worried about you, the fan. He's not sitting there trying to make the organization money, although he will through his player, trying to do the best by his player, and that's his job as an agent. <clears throat> but you wonder now that the Bellinger ship has sailed, that ship of trying to get seven, eight years, and ended up with three with a couple of opt-outs. If we get any kind of deal like that for a Blake Snell or a Montgomery, clearly we're not going to get it that short. But a lot of teams have not been willing to give Montgomery the depth of years and the amount of term, if you will, to use the way they talk about in hockey during free agency. And the Red Sox, there are ties there with him and his family, and they've had Zoom calls, and we'll see whether or not that's a thing. But I still wonder, can that thing with Texas be brought back together? Because, man, would that solidify everything the Rangers got going and trying to make what is so difficult in this sport to do and really more difficult than in any sport, and that is to make a repeat run in Major League Baseball. It is so, so hard. Going back to those Giants, remember that every other year, even odd, that they went through winning it three times but never winning it back-to-back. And now let's see whether or not Montgomery and Texas can get together. Not going to be in a deal that Monty's certainly going to want. Maybe there's an opt-out that can cut the one in the middle, but I still wonder if Texas ends up being the play here. As far as the Snell situation is concerned, this to me has got Yankees written all over it. I know they've had a deal that's been out there for a while. I don't know if they're going to budge at all. I don't know if necessarily they're unwilling to budge at all. I think they're unwilling to budge whatever that gap was between reportedly the $168, $170 million they offered versus, you know, the 200-whatever that it was that that Snell and Scott were looking for. They might not want to bridge that gap, but they may budge off the number to get it done. And if you look at what the push-over-the-edge deal kind of a thing would be for Blake Snell here, you've got Garrett Cole, right? right? I mean, the dominance at an, at an obscene level and how amazing that that has worked out for Yankees, right? We know what Rodon can be. We know what Nestor can be. But if you sit there and you then, excuse me, put Blake Snell in that category, you know Juan Soto fighting for it, making comments yesterday, trying to bring his former teammate into New York, into the Bronx. But if you think about Snell in that spot, and then you look at the Yankees in the landscape with the improved lineup and the depth of it 
and what they would then have at the front of their pitching staff, and you look at them against the other teams, well, now you're telling me something with Baltimore and their improved pitching staff and their improving players year after year and what they built a year ago. Now you're telling me something with Houston and Texas, whomever else, Toronto, you want to put in that category of having a chance to make some noise in the American League. Yankees already sort of in that mix, but you are much more heavily so in that mix if you can get Blake Snell done. But overall, what this is, is this is a game of chicken in some ways where you're looking at, you know, both sides trying to play leverage. And that leverage is now going way more towards team than player. And you saw it in that Bellinger decision to then go to that smaller deal. And that budging on the side of the player and the agent. Because once you're into spring training, yeah, you can give me the, well, we'll just wait for an injury. But what if an injury doesn't happen? What if a team doesn't desperately need you? And what if they're not budging? And everybody takes that stand and says, we're not going to move. Well, if you're not going to move and we're showing, hey, look, we got all the hand, if you will, right, in this relationship because I don't need you, right? I'm okay. My season's already started. I'm here at spring training. I've already forgotten you, even if it's not the case. Well, then all of a sudden the player starts to think, well, wait a minute. I'm not in camp. I'm not with a team. We're counting down towards the season. I need to get ready. I can do all the things I want on the side, but I want to be there with my team. I don't want to get up to a slow start, especially if I got to take a smaller deal where this year is uber important or more important, let's say, if I get opt-outs. I got to make sure I, I get off to the right start, get my body right and all of that and be in camp and be with my team. And the leverage has swung certainly heavily towards where the teams are for sticking to their guns and saying, we're not going to give you not giving Blake Snell eight years, not giving Montgomery six, seven years, and just not going to do it. And we'll see where that leverage game goes and how that pendulum swings. We'll continue to follow it all on unfiltered baseball, basketball, football, uh, MMA. We cover it all here, life, whatever you want, bring it to the table. Get to me on Twitter, Stern. If you're already there, jump up into the bio and jump on the YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, tell all your friends. And of course, thank you to where most of you are, Apple, Spotify, and everywhere you get your podcasts. We're unfiltered, as always, is brought to you by our good friends at Bet Online. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.